Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, the program of Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Do you just wake up looking like a million darn dollars? You you, you got to look it before you can walk it. <laughs> I mean, I, I have known you, let's see, I've known you for basically seven or eight years now. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever seen a casual Friday from you. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen, I don't, I certainly know I've never seen you in a t-shirt of any sort. I mean, I think I've seen you maybe once or twice in a high-end golf shirt of some sort. Uh, Robert, you you gotta you gotta uh, you you gotta walk it. You gotta make sure people know that you honor their presence. Um, you spent thirty years in the Indiana Senate. This is why you're qualified to be on this show and give advice. And um, let's start with. Uh, I guess about three years too late, but you're going to finally get your wish. It looks like we're going to get uh, an investigation on what happened in Indiana during COVID. Yeah, and and uh, Dan Cardin uh, wrote a great article that you sent me from the Northwest Indiana Times. Um, he is a professional journalist, journalist, and I think uh, he he wrote a good one. I I just hope in that article where they talk about an investigation. You know, there are times that headline writers kind of get a little loose and they use these terms. Uh, but but I, I think my friend uh, Chris Reader or Chris Jeter, uh, Representative Chris Jeter from Fishers, uh, who authored this amendment to Senate Bill 40, I, I, I hope it, he, there's there's a kernel there. I just don't know if it's going to pop. What and do you mean by that? I, I think the uh, and you and I have talked about this on this program before. We have to figure out what went wrong, uh, what went right, where did we struggle, what what positives came out of out of the uh, the pandemic, and um, investigating people is not the right word, right way. Uh, having a uh, commission of of eight and four Republican Democrat uh, is not enough, and and this has to come from uh, I don't like this term, but on high where the governor who uh, from March 2020 on uh, wrote executive orders, uh, didn't really, he was communicating versus, uh, you know, on a, via a, a podcast. I think you're looking, uh, the phrase you're looking for is ruling by fiat. Yeah, and uh, by ex- executive order. And, you know, uh, way back when we gave Governor Mitch that uh, ability and, and the legislature should have taken that back from the governor, or they should have let it uh, sunset, where you give the governor of the state of Indiana the ability to have fiat and uh, have that ability and have that executive order to, um, quote-unquote, govern. And I think the legislature 
should have had a a clause in there, and I was a part of it, so I'm part guilty on this. But we should have had we should have sunsetted that, because the idea of allowing somebody uh, that idea, and what we need to do is define what is an emergency, and and if there's and we've talked about this as well. If if executive orders have to come. It, let them ex- exhaust themselves, sunset after sixty or ninety days, and then review. There's no reason in the world why Mayor Hudden, Mayor Hogsett, um, should have been able to shut down bars, restaurants, just by his own volition. And and we well, should re- should have reviewed that after a certain amount of time. Yeah. So I the, so, <laughs> the, you, no offense, Jim, because I know some of these people are your friends. Mm-hmm. They are the worst. Uh, some of these, I mean, so these people are just awful. And so let's talk about it. So, th- three years later, three right? Years. I mean, one thing that had come out in 2021 and said, okay, we are, we are, uh, as you said, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. Holcomb, King Eric, King Eric the Red, you've had <laughs> a year. We're done here. We're going to, you know, you got 60 days and then we're stepping in. I mean, they could, there's a million different ways they could have stopped this. They didn't. Came back in 2022, million different ways could have stopped it. They didn't. And now three years later, they go, well, we're going to take two years to study this. Holcomb's going to be out of office right. by the time they're done. Right. And, and you know, um, to be truthful and to be honest and clear, uh, the governor and his administration were flying blind. They had a blindfold on themselves. Yeah, but he was enjoying the power pants. Well, and there was money coming from the federal government. Sure. It, it, but but power still. Power and money, Holcomb in one sentence. Right, but you don't do a commission without inviting people in to tell you what they did right and what actually happened. What because went a right? Lot of, what is it? Huh? What, what went right? What would, you, what would you look back on the pandemic and go, Holcomb did that really well. Well, I don't know. There's actually, uh, and you know my mom and dad are 89 and 90. Uh, FSSA is working on uh, home care uh, for elder elderly people, for senior citizens. And and as well as IU Health has done a great, and probably Community Health Network, has done a great job of, of revising and, and uh, getting into telehealth. Those are two positives that came out of the. But, but Holcomb the, didn't have anything to do with that. The government didn't have anything to do with that. No, but I think we need to. We, you're right, but I think this commission needs to be more than what everybody did wrong and using the word investigate. And 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 this is we talked about this last time. The rub between the legislature and the governor's office has to stop. That is so counterproductive. And and there's a and, and Representative Jeter has an idea here. But it needs to be broad. It needs to be informative for people, so we don't have the we don't struggle next time. Because Robert, there is going to be a next time. Yeah, why don't they investigate themselves? Because the legislature had the ability to, if they didn't like Holcomb doing something, they had the ability to stop it. Now, you notice they practically tore a hamstring when they got back during or- Org Day of 2020, exempting themselves from the mask mandate. Right. They didn't do anything for the people. Yeah. Hey, shut up and wear your mask, Johnny. But us lawmakers, we're not wearing masks. So these guys did the things they wanted to do. And this is what just, this is why I said they're all awful. The governor's awful. Jeter's awful. And I know Jeter, look, and I know I'm going to lose a listener because Jeter's wife is an admitted big listener of what we do over here. But this sucks. This whole thing, three years later, and then you're going to take two years. Well, what if there's another supposed pandemic? Between now and then, well, there just might well be, and we got to be prepared. And and uh, 
regardless of what Jeter did, and hi, Mrs. Jeter. Uh, I uh, and she's very nice. Is she? And well, I don't, I'm not going to hold her accountable for him. Well, well, Chris is a veteran, and and I honor his service. So you know that there's that. But the bottom line is, is you need a complete, comprehensive look at it, so we can we can figure out what's going on. And the only way you're going to do that is get uh, you know. My dad always used to say, you get more bears with honey. You've got to invite the administration in. You've got to invite the Supreme. This has to be a comprehensive look of what happened. And so we don't have the, the problems. And we and we, and we we get to what was good that happened during the pandemic and make sure that everybody knows it. Yeah, you mentioned the, the article by Dan Cardin from the Northwest uh, Times. And in that article, Jeter says, well, COVID-19 is, quote, a distant memory that we'd like to forget. No, I don't want to forget it. No. I, I, because what the government did, what Holcomb did, and by default, what the Indiana Republican Party did, because they allowed Holcomb to do it, was gross. Over a million people lost their job. Tens of thousands of businesses shut down. Many of them never reopened. Many that did were never the same. Holcomb, ha- during that time, called peaceful protesters a human petri dish, yet had a VIP meet and greet where he's shaking hands with a domestic terrorist who's now in jail in Portland for attempting to kill cops. Yeah. So and, I, give me a break. And, and Robert, I, we need that review because there was no reason in the world why people from the Holcomb administration would be visiting different places around the state to make to shut them down and 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 but they were yeah they were and you know what one of the things that um uh, and you know i'm writing a piece on this because i want to i want to amplify this and have a broad look and encompassing look and 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 really and really tell people exactly what should happen next time and and we can't have you know, I think you called it at one point the Holcomb police going out to different companies and shutting them down and making sure that they're doing things. And, and I you, know people who they showed up to their door. They weren't doing anything I wrong. Do, I do, too. We'd, too, like, we'd I, like to know I, what you're doing. Or I, kiss my backside. Yeah. And, you know, Indiana is uh, is a is a couple. Of, it's a it's a place where we have 300 different communities, small and large. And but but you can't give power to the locals to shut everything down without a review over you know ninety days. Is this working? Because there's no way in the world Marion County uh, should have been shut down and Hamilton County open. I, People were coming to Hamilton County to go out to dinner. Yeah, I mean the audacity of these lawmakers who much of them and you saw it, Jim. You weren't you were you had uh, your term was up or you had resigned and you were not running again. Somebody took your place by then. But in the in the fall of 2020, who were on social media going, yeah. Yeah, Holcomb, he's awful. Send us back there. We'll do something about it. We'll help you. We'll curtail the power. We'll blah, 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 blah. They did nothing. Yeah. You know, the, only, the only thing they did was write a piece of legislation that looked like it was written by a third grader, and there's no way Rod Bray, the pro tem of the Senate, would have ever written something that terrible for his clients as an attorney, and it failed because it was designed to fail. And then these guys have the audacity to go, we really ought to investigate and find out what happened. Yes, and, and you know, it's all about communication. And uh, as you know, Robert, a lot of Indiana, an embarrassing percentage of Indiana does not have broadband. And this is all about communication. Now, wait, 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 wait. I thought we raised all the taxes, the war on truckers, the gas tax. I thought that was going to lay the broadband. They're, uh, they're, uh, and to her credit, Lieutenant Governor's office, uh, Suzanne Crouch's office, has, has starting to, it has done a lot like many Lieutenant Governors, 
has done a good job of identifying who doesn't have the internet. Wait, 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 I got a question for mm -hmm. you. Because six years ago, we got the largest tax increase in the history of the state. Year after that, you got the war on truckers with a billion in tolling. We were told, oh, the broadband. It's six years later. Where's the broadband? We're not covered. And we, uh, we got the tax increases. Where's the broadband? I, I traveled to Taipei a long, long time ago, 15, 20 years ago. Sounds like a long trip. Yeah, yeah. And 75% uh, of Taiwan's island, if you will, the uh, Taiwanese, 75% of them then were covered with broadband and were, were had communication. One of the things that we need to make sure of is that everyone has access to the internet for schools, for businesses, just to communicate the message that this is going on. And a lot of people in these small communities, you know, they were telling, they were being told to stay home uh, because of this virus that they had no idea what was going on. It wasn't affecting them. And many communities, many businesses, many people lost their financial lives, if you will. And uh, it, we need to make sure, and it will happen, not to be Debbie Danner here, but something will happen in the future, that a crisis will happen, and we need to make sure that that people, we have a way to communicate with people that kids can can go online and, uh, and 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 study, if you will, in a short amount of time. As well as we need to review all these fiats uh, after thirty to sixty ninety days to make sure that things are, are smooth. There's no way in the world Marion County should have been under lock and key for so long during that pandemic. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Program Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. All right, your friends over there in the Senate, you spent 30 years around much of these underachievers, and uh, they have uh, passed a budget. And I'll be darned, Jim, I, I there was part of me that kept thinking they're bluffing and they're playing hardball and they're trying to get something, and there's no way they're going to send something over to the House without any, any basically any, property tax relief and well, they said, don't threaten us with a good time. The Senate has passed a budget, and there is no property tax help. Well, also, the revenue uh, forecast came yeah. out this well, week, Well, let's Robert. get to that in a second. Because uh, well, no, there's $1.5 billion in the forecast. Well, I know. There's extra money. There's and, extra money. Uh, uh, but there's no, I mean, it's like, well, how can we spend this money? How fast can we spend this money? I, it is a pretty sick, evil thing to know the people that you have pledged to help and represent are hurting and for you to just go good luck you know uh you would have never done that we, we've been talking about this for a year on this program and the the problem here is that we've had tax cuts before uh, right yeah and, and how do we do that we we send them a check yeah and we have the data uh the the idea that 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 um state government indiana government can't uh send a check to cushion the blow, the impact of these property taxes increase is ludicrous. You can do that, and 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 they they got together in a special session last year, uh, last summer. They had every ability to put a a special committee together in the fall uh, to figure out how they're going to 
um, you know, uh, how, how are they going to see and talk to and, and embrace the idea that uh, Hoosiers on May 10th are going to get shocked by the tax assessment. Now, the one, two, three, you and I have disagreed with this. When with the one percent, two percent, three percent, that was um, uh, in 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 uh, placed in the Constitution uh, by amendment. Everybody voted on it. Uh, the that system, I believe, works. But assessments have grown. Uh, the market system works. But this 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 blow to the taxpayer that's happening on May tenth. Didn't have to happen, Robert. Yeah, it's it, it, look. This would we be, could have cushioned it. Well, it would involve a little bit of work, but let's just take your example. Now, uh, look, I'm totally out on the idea that uh, uh, you tax people based on the assessed value of their home because what the guy down the street does for me is none of my business in the stock market. It's none of the business in his working life, and I'm not taxed for what he does. I'm taxed for what I do. But when it's our home, well, I get punished if he if he cashes out and makes a bunch of money. So and that impacts the value of your home, right? Absolutely. Right. So. But you're right. Look, the county assessor, obviously, they send you a tax bill, has data on what the tax bill for every single citizen. And I'm just free freewheeling this off the top of my head right now on this radio show. And I'm not getting paid 70 grand a year to work three months out of the year and get my Friday, Saturdays and Sundays off like the people down the street from me. If I can come up with this in 30 seconds off the top of my head, they should be able to come up with something way better. But the county assessor has the data on every single home. They have that's the data a, right. on every single tax bill. They have the uh, data on every single increase in taxes, and it would be nothing for them to submit that data to the state of Indiana, Hendricks County. Here's what the increases were. You write us a check. We'll distribute that, and you know, either as a check or the form of a property tax credit or whatever. I just came up with that. If you don't like that, fine. What's your answer? Their answer is nothing, Jim. Well, and also, you don't have to do it by May 10th. You can recognize the fact that there's going to be a there's going to be explosion on May 10th. Wrong term, but uh, there's going to be a, a massive impact on someone's wallet by May 10th, and promise them we're going to send you a check sometime this summer and 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 develop a plan so that people actually don't lose their homes. Or even if you're, you don't even have to, I guess you don't even technically have to send a check if you say that we're going to save a tree or two here. You could just say, look, we'll, we'll you get the credit in the fall. Yeah. Here's what the you overpaid. Here's the credit. There's a myriad of oh, ways of that you can. They don't want to. Now, I, I, and I don't understand it because there's plenty of money. Yes, that's the and, crazy and, thing. And they, and they sent um, a dribble of a of a tax cut last summer. This can happen, Robert. And it and for some reason it isn't. Who doesn't want it to happen? I mean, it's leadership, right? Is I, it Holcomb? I, I don't know. It just seems so simplistic. I, 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 it? We just came up with a plan. Yeah. If you don't like it, come up with your own plan. But we, you and I, we get paid nothing. Right. And, and I, I, you know, Frank, frankly, my former brethren, brethren, and I know a lot of them, I don't understand why you don't recognize something that's right in front of you. Uh, you may have a favorite mayor who has a primary challenge uh, this, this, uh, prim- this uh, May, and you're not recognizing that you might help somebody at the local level who's going to have a problem this summer because everybody thinks you think back see Bart Peterson's 2007 election uh and and he didn't lead everybody to the state house uh to protest it 
he got he got hit with it, and it really wasn't his fault. Yeah. So now, again, program State House Happenings, Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, uh, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Now, for years and years, you and I have done this show together. You were the original co-host on the State House Happenings when it was Capitol Happenings. And then uh, you ran for mayor, and Abdul took your place. And now Abdul's running for mayor, and you're taking his place. So you're like, welcome back, Cotter. Uh, you're here. And for years on this welcome show. Welcome back, Merritt. Yeah. And uh, various forms. Uh, you have always been the uh, the nice guy, the good cop, bad cop. I've been the, the bad cop. You're universally loved, and I'm universally loathed. And, uh, but I think in this, in this case, we are in agreement that it is gross that there is has not been a task force. There hasn't been a committee. There hasn't been any. There's no want. It, there's no there's no one in the Indiana State House right now pushing, going, we got to do this, man. And, and Nikki Kelly told us, can we agree on that? Before I get to the second part of that, we can agree that that's, that's, that's a total abdication of responsibility to the people. And, and what topic you're talking about? I mean, we talk about a lot of topics. Yeah. Are you talking about the pandemic? Are you talking yeah. about the tax increase of by, via property taxes? Everything. Everything. Yeah, it, legislators Just fill in the topic. Legislators and we've talked about this probably ad nauseum, but they have to the way they move is by crisis. There's no you know, for instance, last summer was the life bill because of the Supreme Court uh, operating and they had an election in front of them. It, you know, there's no election until 2024 with legislators and governor candidates because we haven't heard a word. Isn't that wild? We haven't wouldn't heard a be word. All over what, an op- what an opportunity! If you were if you were running for governor, wouldn't you? That would be all. Uh, that'd be all I'd be talking. Me about. Me too. And and, and um, it, what an opportunity for service to let people know that you're willing to look at what happened during the pandemic, the pluses and the minuses. You're you're willing to come with a plan to soften the blow on property taxes. Uh, it, it increases, and it increases is not the right term. And, it, it, and you talk about your vision for the future of the state of Indiana, and all three of the current candidates um, have not spoken on it. Now, Suzanne Crouch, she's attached to the governor. She's attached to the Senate. Uh, Eric Doden, I'm not sure what he's doing, and and uh, Braun, uh, uh, Senator Braun talks about all bad things in Washington. So you know they're they're um, they're just anxious to start raising money because they can't during session of the legislature. So we had Nikki Kelly on the uh, Kendall and Casey show on Wednesday. Oh, you know Nikki mm-hmm. Kelly, right? Yeah, I'm writing an op-ed for her right now. Yeah, that's right. You mm-hmm. write for the Capitol Chronicle, mm-hmm. don't you? Where she works at now? Yes. And, um, you know, she is a true journalist. She's very nice. I have no idea why she she's she's nice, but she also does a very good job. No idea why she associates with us, but uh, <laughs> she does. And she made an interesting point yesterday when we were talking about this very issue. And she said one of the reasons she thinks maybe the lawmakers aren't taking this as serious is, yes, they get the emails. Yes, they get the phone calls. If they're out in person, somebody might say something to them. But there is not been the swarm of people there are the numbers of the emails and the phone calls and they're definitely getting those but there's not the thing at the state house there's not the thousand people the, the red te- the red shirted right, teachers right, right, right. there's not a color coordinated angry mob screaming at them well, and that sucks that that's what's got to happen but it appears that is what has got to happen now well yeah you look back in 2007 when when you know when the pitchforks were hitting the state house and about the property taxes and 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 they acted. Uh, we had a two-year commission. You know, it was good that we did that because we understood the complete problem. And then you have a constitutional amendment, and you had the one, two, three. Now Nikki is 
is usually right about everything, and, and it goes back to the crisis, managing a crisis, uh, and, and and legislators really aren't seeing in front of their, much in front of their nose. You got to see in, in, in front of your headlights and anticipate a problem. And this is coming down the uh, the tracks. And and when they get back in their districts and, and the session's going to sign and die and adjourn really quickly here, when they get back to church, when they get back to the grocery, when they get back to the gym, when they get back to walking their downtown area, uh, downtown areas, they're going to hear from their, their constituents. And that face-to-face is going to create a, a maybe not a panic, maybe not a crisis, but they're going to have a cinder in their eye, and they're going to want to act. Yeah, and this is what I tell people. And you got to do it within the confines of the law. You got to do it peacefully. But you got to get up in someone's grill at a Walmart and a Wendy's and a hardware store and a, your kid's so- soccer game. There are no boundaries in terms of these people work for you. And if you see them out and about in a peaceful, legal, lawful way, you got to get up in their grill and you got to tell them how much they're screwing you over. You know, Robert, there's a lot of anger over uh, around out there. I, I don't when there I stop be. At, I, when I stop at a stoplight, I don't look at the people next to me. And um, there are people that you're driving such a nice car. (laughs) There are people that uh, still think that I'm in the legislature. (laughs) And and there are also people that think that that, you know, they hear us on the radio or they they see me on Facebook or whatnot. And they want me to do something. (laughs) And and I said, well, I'm I'm not no longer there. But they said, well, that doesn't make a difference. You have a voice. You need to talk. And I said, well, Listen to Merritt in the morning, Jim Merritt's Indiana, and listen to Rob and me and, and Casey on the radio. And I'm telling people that we have a crisis coming on and uh, something has to happen. And there's no vehicle to do it until next January because the legislature is not in until then. Yeah, they go on a permanent vacation here coming up. They they, uh, they do. And, um, and I'm just, you know... They're immovable on yeah. this subject, and I don't. I frankly, I don't understand it because it's such an easy sell. E- it's, e- it's easy plan as we talk. Emails about. don't work. Phone calls don't work. It is now face to face, nonviolent, uh, law abiding combat at this point, and being friendly. I mean, it, oh no, 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 no! You can't be friendly with these people, Jim. They're not being friendly to you. Well, you let me finish. Friendly but earnest. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. and I, I, I think. You don't really have to. Legislators always respond, always respond to, you know, if you have a petition or you have an email, you know, uh, it got lost or whatever. But if you talk to them uh, and, and face-to-face and tell them exactly what your problem is and, and how they can fix it, uh, they'll respond. And that gets back to the Nikki and what we've always talked about. Legislators deal with crises. And, it, and, 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 and if it's not crisis – then good luck. Uh, a couple minutes left. State House happenings got about uh, two ish minutes left. Mayor's race in the primary coming down to the wire. The Republican side probably the one that'll be the closer of the two races. I look at how much Shreve has spent. I think it may end up being over a million bucks by the time it's all. I think it is. On, I think it is over a million can you bucks. Imagine having a million large to throw into a primary for mayor. Yeah, your own I, money. Yeah, it took me ten months to get the million dollars when I was running and. We saw what that did, but uh, you know the the idea of this this mayoral primary, and and they're all good people. Pastor Jackson and uh, Jefferson Shreve and Abdul, our friend Abdul, and my friend Jefferson Shreve. It's been kind of an interesting time. Jefferson Shreve gets in it real late, uh, and and he's got a real professional 
staff uh, and supporters behind him. He's putting in all the money. Abdul uh, has a, a giant personality, and they've had debates. And Pastor Jackson, you know, with the Ten Point Coalition and many people behind him, it's very interesting. Uh, and and uh, I heard a bio on uh, WIBC uh, ad from Jefferson Shreve, and it was a good one. I was sitting in the barber's chair, and I saw him on TV talking to the camera. He's got great people behind him that are suggesting uh, really good ads. And he so, better win, right? Can you imagine losing a million bucks in a primary <sighs> and losing? No, I, I he better I, win. I mean, even if it's by two votes. Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, Abdul has a lot of good things to say, uh, uh, and and he's had some press conferences. But it's really difficult to fight the yeah, almighty dollar. You and I live in the bubble. We've got about a minute left here. You and I live in the bubble, so we don't know. Like, we know Abdul. The people in politics know Abdul. I wonder, though, does the average Republican voter outside of politics, does he know Abdul? Because we know Abdul, right? That doesn't mean anything. But also, and in, in, uh, Jefferson Shreve is from the southern part of Marion County. And the base now in Marion County it, are the southern townships, Franklin, yeah. Uh, in Decatur and and uh, oh Johnson, not Johnson, but uh, those three townships that are on this Perry Township uh, are really the base of the of the Republican Party, and that's his power base. And so he has a pretty good opportunity to win. But uh, our friend Abdul is working really hard up to the last moment. He is well. You're a national treasure, <laughs> and he's our good friend Jim Merritt. And his podcast is Merritt in the Morning. Find it on Facebook. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, the program Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Jim on Twitter at Jim underscore Merritt, at Jim underscore Merritt. Me, I'm on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall, at Rob M. Kendall. And you can hear me weekdays 9 until noon, weekdays 9 until noon, the Kendall and Casey show on 93.1 WIBC. That is going to do it for this week. Hope you have a great, safe, and happy weekend. For Jim Merritt, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings.